Welcome to another episode of The Working Title, hosted by PJ Harris. Hi guys, welcome to another episode, episode 10. This one again is going to be a two-parter, so we'll have part one now, and then part two will be in episode 11. So when you hear it change over and swap out, that's why you know why. Again, thanks for listening guys, hope you enjoy. Hi guys, welcome to the Working Title Podcast, hosted by me, PJ Harris. So we have got episode 10 now, so episode 10. Um, I'm a little bit out of practice because I haven't actually recorded something in a few weeks now. Um, I pre-recorded a bunch before I went away and put that out there. But um, episode 10 is kind of a good one because we've got another guest in. And we've got Sam Fowler, who's a friend of mine. Um, well, I say friend, sort of colleague, uh, forced together uh, via the Marines. Um, we worked together uh, for a little period in Scotland, um, and then he left sort of, how long ago now did you leave the Marines? Almost a year. Almost a year? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think about well, about a year after me, wasn't it? So yeah. there you go. And now he's set up a uh, gym called World Gym in Hull Beach. Hull Beach. Hull yeah. Beach, which if you're wondering, I don't know where it is either. Um, Midlands, pretty much. South Lincolnshire. <laughs> South Lincolnshire, there we go. Um but he's a really interesting guy. He's got a lot to talk about. Loves fitness. Um, has done pretty much every part of fitness that you can think of. Um, so we will get into it. It's going to be a little bit of a profile about him and his gym and where it's uh, where it's all come from. So, Sam, hello, welcome. Hi. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. I know it's a bit of a drive. No, pleasure. Absolute pleasure, mate. Good. So let's get started then, mate. Just give us a quick. Uh, brief about yourself pretend I don't actually know all of the things you're about to say uh, uh, yeah so uh, my name's Sam 31 uh, left the Marines about a year ago uh, to open Royals Gym uh, did six and a half years with the Corps um, previous to that spent a lot of time travelling um, I was a falconer used to fly birds of prey um, did business at college um, so there's a little bit of a link there with uh, the gym side um yeah uh, that's about it really that's you yeah that's, that's you much. in a nutshell yeah awesome so yeah like it's it's sort of one of those things where you sort of leave the marines and you leave yourself very open there's a load of options when you leave the marines isn't there but there's also a lot of things that aren't open to you in terms of when you when i left the marines for one everyone was saying the things that we wanted to do would be very difficult and we wouldn't be able to do them for example when we, were joint, when we were leaving, we were saying, me and a couple of the other guys were saying we want to be, you know, some want to be fire service, some want to be police, some wanted to be personal trainers and a mixture of the three all together. And there were three of the things that everyone that has never tried it from the Marines went, you'll never be able to do that. Market's flooded. You know, it's too competitive. You won't be able to do it. All three of those people now are all trained personal trainers and do that on the side. One's in the police and one's in the fire brigade and I'm in the fire brigade as well. Um, but also opening your own business, I can imagine, came into that. What was the Marines' reaction to you saying, I'm leaving because I'm doing that? Um, it wasn't actually that bad at the time. No? Um, when you sort of... People kind of knew my background and sort of how focused I was on mm-hmm. uh, fitness and sport in general. And I've been... The prep work for opening Royals wasn't... I didn't just make that decision and put my chit in. The prep work for that happened over probably a two-year period. So the planning for opening Royals was, you know, uh, well underway far before 
I put my chin to actually leave. leave. That was like the, the last stage, if you like. I mean, the actual kit for the gym had already been bought before I put my chin in. Mm-hmm. So all I was literally waiting to do was leave uh, and get on with it. So it wasn't actually that bad. But yeah, I can see there is um, there is sometimes yeah. uh, a bit of pushback from people thinking, but you know, are you going to be able to do it? But I think with anything, if you, yeah. if you really want something, and you push for it, you, you're going to achieve yeah. it if you work hard enough. I think it's that case as well. Like, if you can put forward a strong case and say, well, people are always going to say you can't do that. You can't you can't do that because that's just what people are. People are negative, aren't they? At the end of the day, sure. and they're going to say you can't. And half, it's, half of their reason for doing it is to protect you. You know, it's not because people think you're going to fail. It's because they don't want you to fail. So they're like, oh, well, you know, they'll say you can't do it. So if you prepare more, or you don't bother. So you don't mess up, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, if you, you sort of plan it all out, works out, doesn't it, really? Sure. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So what was your, uh, we'll go back to the Marines. What was your motivation for joining the Marines? Like, why did you, because you joined quite late compared to a lot of others. I did. I joined at 24. Yeah, I was 24 when I joined. Um, <laughs> and I was about a bit of a loose end with, with work, to be honest. Um, and it was um, another close friend of mine who is... A boot neck as well, oh, yeah. uh, and he just passed PRMC. He was waiting to start training, mm-hmm. um, and he just suggested it to me. He's like, "Mate, why don't you give it a go as well? Why don't you do it?" He's like, "You'd be you'd be great at it," um, and that was like um, on a Saturday, I think. And Monday, I went to the quiz office, signed up, and that was me. That's history. Yeah, that's it. I, I got got cracking. Obviously, you're mega into uh, health and fitness now, and mainly the fitness side of it, um, in terms of like you train all the time and would that was that before you joined the Marines or did the Marines sort of really bring that out from you? Uh, to what I am now, the core massively brought it out of me, yeah. yeah. I've always been quite sporty, always yeah. loved... Mainly football, when not it? Yeah, yeah, football was... Yeah, that's like, you know, you it usually comes from the opportunities that you are presented with when mm-hmm. you're growing up and football was a... You know, for most lads, that's... Yeah. That's, that's where um, you pushed, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's where it's from. So yeah, football was a big one. Uh, I used to like running. I used to, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, I remember as a teen, I'd just go out running on the roads and um, just try and keep my fitness up. But it wasn't uh, until I was 16, 17 when I, when I joined uh, gym for the first time and started getting into to weights yeah. and stuff. And was that to get ready for the Marines or was that no, just... No, that was, that was just... Um, with some friends, uh, we, we just joined, you know, the gym to yeah. try and get a bit bigger and stop looking yeah. like skinny little teenagers, you know. So everyone does when they, they yeah, hit yeah. like 15, 16, and you go, oh, well, I need to get bigger. Yeah. Well, you want to start yeah. going out and you can't because you're too young, so yeah. next best thing, we'll try and look a bit bigger and might look a bit older. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily enough, I've never had a problem looking old. That's, <laughs> that's the opposite of my problem. Um, awesome. So, like, you're... You've almost started a, um, yeah, like a dynasty or a legacy or a, I can't remember what they call it. Um, essentially, you're loads of your brothers. You're the oldest, aren't you? I am, yeah. I'm one of eight kids in total. Right. Uh, four boys, four girls. Bloody yeah. Hell. And um, two brothers are currently in the core. Mm-hmm. And uh, the youngest uh, starts training in September. He's passed and he starts in September, yeah. So oh, that's that crazy. Be, Four, uh, four ticks in the box. Hopefully, if he yeah. does it, that is crazy, isn't it? So that's, yeah, that's a big, uh, 
Yeah, it's unusual. It is mm. unusual to have yeah. um, so many from the same family sort of uh, go and do it. But uh, why? Do you, do you reckon that's mainly? Obviously, I did say before, like, would you can't really say why your brothers joined because they're their own people. But do you think you being the oldest and you getting it done, maybe? Yeah, a little bit. I think there is there is um, a little bit of an influence, um, an influence there. But we've always always been quite sporty. All mm-hmm. of us are quite gifted in that sense, where uh, with physical Athletic ability. Sort yeah, of thing. yeah. yeah. Um, and we've sort of grown up in a, in a very rural environment, uh, hard working, you know, on the, the mm. land and stuff yeah. like that. It's, um, yeah, just being outdoors and stuff is quite a, a normal thing, yeah. if you know what I mean? So it kind of leads that way, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that is a contributing factor to the reason why there isn't, obviously, I'm based in like Essex and around by London, and it's like there's not actually in the southeast that many bootnecks that come from this area if you compare it to the southwest sure. which is obviously where loads of them are based and yeah. they pummel the recruitment into so obviously they're going to be loads coming from there and then the rest are you know northerners and jocks sure again jocks there's two bases in scotland um and northerners as you say more of a rural upbringing maybe a little bit more manual leans more towards the out- outdoor lifestyle yeah the majority is would make sense. rough uh, in our area actually oh, yeah. so if it wasn't for uh, my friend you Dan, <laughs> you know, giving me that that sort of push. Yeah. Then I may not have yeah. I've done it myself. So. Yeah, most people around my way go uh, Paris because obviously Colchester's just up the road and that's yeah. where everyone goes. But yeah, awesome. Um, the the big question that is sort of one of the ones that I ask every sort of marine that I chat to or every boat neck. Um, and it, I have the same answer as everyone else. What do you miss the most about the core? Yeah, probably the exact same answer, mate. The yeah. lads. It's, it's always it it's is, always, always the lads, and yeah. and you do not even consider it. I didn't anyway. Didn't even consider it when I was in the process of leaving. Not that I really had the chance to think no. about it. You know, they were so no, busy getting yeah. set up for opening, opening the gym. But yeah, after a time, you just um, there's there's no there's no bond quite like it, no. you know. And there's um, just an understanding between yeah. the, the lads, isn't there? I think it's a weird one as well in terms of depending on what role you're doing in the Marines, obviously, um, and what job you're doing at the time. There's that whether it's the accountability of the people or everyone's accountable to each other, so they actually everyone graphs even if they don't want to. Yeah. Like and it is sort of you don't really appreciate that until you get into the civil world, no. and you sort of either you delegate a task or you get delegated a task or someone delegates a task around you or you hear it, hear something or something needs to be done, and the civilian mentality that I've learned so far, bar obviously a few, is they will do they will work harder to not do something mm. than the actual effort required to do that task, mm. you know, just either to make a point or because they can't be asked. Yeah, laziness is, is usually a big... Whereas 90% of Marines, obviously not all, if there's something to do, it's already being done. Yeah. Like, because you're just like, oh, well, someone's got to do it, I might as well do it. I'll just crack on and get it done. You know, and that's one of the biggest things that I, bar the actual mates, that's one of the biggest things I miss about the lads. Yeah, sure. But, you know, everybody's there for the same reason. You're yeah. all like-minded and you're all able to 
do that. You know, you've always all got that mindset and able to push yeah. through those things and, and get jobs done. Whereas, you know, uh, in the civilian world, they've they've not been pushed to that limit, and it's yeah, it's just yeah, two children. You know, there's no belt buckles uh, if you're not doing something. <laughs> so, yeah, no, very true. And uh, so the lad's the biggest one. Yeah. Uh, do you miss the travelling? Yes, big time. Can I stick that? Yeah, I do. I do miss the travelling. Um, I often. Uh, I often think about the places of you know the things I've done and places I've been. You know, mm-hmm. even my brother. Um, recently he's been on ship. He's just got back, but they've been all over the place, yeah. mate. And you you take it for granted, really. Yeah, massively. The places you get to see and the things you actually get to do. Um. Yeah, I think you're right there. Like I I definitely took it for granted when I was there. I didn't really appreciate how good it was. Pretty much whenever you're away, you just spend your time either counting down the days until the run ashore part of it or the good part of the training or until you come home yeah like that's yeah, literally you do. you do as soon as you go away you're just counting down to come back yeah but then especially if you're self-employed like you are now and you're running a business it's like or if you've got a job and you can't get that much time away like actually being away and traveling and stuff is so expensive and hard to do yeah like you just don't appreciate no, it do you? not, it's not mad. at all not at all mad. and the the spicy one. What do you miss? Uh, what do you not miss the most about the Marines? What do you? I know. I'm sure again, about? this is the same answer as everybody, mate. But the bullshit that comes yeah. with it. You know, the the pointless the pointless tasks that yeah. are just um, just keep you that, busy and stuff that like that. Just fed down from ranks higher above that you just think, do you even know what, what what's the what is happening in the world? Like, yeah, yeah. I do not miss that at all. Uh, yeah. The bullshit that came came with it. Um, and shaving and shaving as you can see <laughs> I've not I've not yeah. been clean shaven once since leaving yeah no that's one of the worst things about during the fire service <laughs> just having to shave again it's yeah. like... I can imagine it was actually uh, one of the uh, one of the main things I was looking forward to when leaving believe it or not it's was weird not isn't it? having to shave yeah. anymore I was the same though like that was one of the things I was actually looking forward to is not shaving but yeah. I found myself in the past sort of a uh, couple of months or something weirdly missing some of the stuff that when I first left I was the most happy to be without so like the working away from home like obviously with my missus and stuff I used to enjoy parts of it but then I'd be like oh, you know I wish it was shorter stints or wish I could come back more or whatever but now I'm missing working away quite a lot um, even some side some sides of the discipline and the structure of the Marines whereas when I first left one of the most important things I wanted was to be able to run my own schedule and decide when I want to work and work as much as I want to work. Yeah. Whereas now I'm like, well, actually, I miss having a bit of a schedule and I miss having to do stuff because I have to do it, not just because I want to. So it's weird how it sort of changes after a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um. So you've always been competing, really, in terms of whether it's with your brothers uh, messing around growing up. Yeah. Um, or yeah. it's you know football, and then when you went into the Marines, you know, talk to a little, talk to us a little bit about that competing. Yeah. Um, so when I joined years ago, that 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 gym when I was 16, 17 years old, um, we was introduced to the sort of powerlifting style uh, lifts, if you like, you know. Yeah. And it became quite apparent at that age that I was just quite good at deadlifts 
I didn't even have to really try too hard mm -hmm. and I was outlifting my friends quite easily so I always knew I had a bit of a, a talent with that it's those long arms short legs mate it does help yeah <laughs> it is all about the levers mate you're right it is about the levers uh, so got into a little bit of uh, competing uh, with that gym they used to run sort of in-house comps if yeah. you like um, I did one sort of strongman-esque type uh, comp with them uh, and a couple of powerlifting ones but left all that to obviously then change and train for the core uh, and the sort of the heavy lifting took a back seat if yeah. you like uh, I'd been out of the box maybe six or eight months and um, there was a powerlifting competition at Fazers yeah. uh, and they were looking for lifters I'd be on the wire at the point but um, somebody knew that I'd Done it been in powerlifting in the past and I think they were struggling for Numbers getting people whatever. Yeah, up there so um, they, they got me out someone swapped and I went up and, and lifted and anyway won that weight class and kind of sparked an interest for me yeah, again to re get back reignited it sort of thing yeah um, so sort of started looking at that again um, I still I was still heavily into my football and loved mm -hmm. it um, and had some games for Royal Navy Scotland and and for 4-3 um, and played quite a bit for them I played for teams back home um, but got sort of frustrated if you like with civvy teams mm -hmm. uh, because you know I'd come home and travel all the way back from Scotland on the weekend to play a game of football the lads had done absolutely nothing all week and I'd been smashing myself silly trying to improve and yeah. you know you, you're only as good as the team so I've got yeah. 10 other lads that have probably not done much and we've just been losing a these lot. games and I've just yeah. fed up with losing mate big time I wanted some wins yeah so that was when I decided pack in that's it no more team sports I need to find some solo sport where it's yeah. literally the outcome is down to me and me alone if yeah. if I do well that's because of the hard work I put in if I don't do well I need to have a good long look yeah. at my training and why haven't I done well so that's when I uh, made that back. switch from yeah, team performance to went back into the powerlifting mm -hmm. um, and um uh, I did another comp at Faz Lane um, and did well. Uh, got picked up to join the Navy team. Powerlifting team. Powerlifting, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, my other lifts were never overly great. My squat wasn't too bad. My bench was poor. I'm not a very good presser. Uh, long levers don't help the long arms. <laughs> um, so just as a single lift deadlifter um, and went into that. Um, and yeah, competed with them the following year, uh, c carried on, but um, we com uh, yeah, Navy team at uh, combined services. Yep. Yeah, uh, and then I did some other comps and qualified, hit qualifying totals for British Nationals. Nice. In uh, 2017, uh, went to the Nationals, uh, did really well and qualified for Worlds, and then went to Worlds uh, later that year uh, and came second um, at World Champs in Belgium um, and then I took a year off 
really competing. Yeah. Took a step back from that because the plan was to open the gym and get everything sorted for that. Yeah. I also took on a degree uh, with the Open Uni, so I need. I was in my final year for that yeah. and needed to get that. Bit of a workload. Wasn't yeah, it, yeah, it was too too much. So yeah, took a step back from powerlifting. So I when I left, fancied something different. I felt like I kind of ticked the box for powerlifting. I'd, yeah. I'd, you know, I'd been almost pegged for yourself, sort of thing. Yeah, kind of. I'd been I'd been there on the international stage, if you like, and and I was happy uh, with how I did. Fancied something different. Mm-hmm. And the powerlifting can get a little bit boring at times. It's just three generic lifts, and I wanted something a bit more dynamic. Uh, so I looked at strongman. I started competing in strongman this year, but I've dabbled with uh, CrossFit in the past as well, um, and really, really enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, but if we yet to do a con- any kind of competition, yeah, looking looking out for any uh, any female athletes that would be interested in the mixed pairs comp. Uh, let me know. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so that actually rolls quite nicely into our, our next uh, little topic, if you like, and that is the the powerlifting, strongman slash CrossFit trifecta that pretty much uh, encompasses the way you've been training recently and, and sort of do train now. Um, obviously, you used to do a lot of football and stuff like that and um, a lot of running, you were saying, but so those three are pretty much your main training yeah. things at the moment? Yeah, that's pretty much... The main things really um yeah strongman is a bit of a strange one to look at me you'd not think i've mm-hmm. been a strongman competition in fact at the last one someone asked me if i was the world's strongest lean person because <laughs> i'm just like at least 20 kilos lighter than everybody yeah. else you know um when i come up against the log press it weighs more than what i do um so it's a little bit of a weird one doing the strongman but you know um other than the pressing, most things are lifting and carrying stuff. Yeah, which is obviously deadlift related, isn't it? Deadlift, yeah, lower back. And when it comes to carrying and moving weight, it's what we do. It's what we're yeah. trying to do. Yeah, true. You know, uh, pick something up and, and put it somewhere else and move with it. So yeah. um, it, it transfers quite quite nicely. Who'd have ever thought Yonkin would be a transferable skill? <laughs> but there you go, lads, getting strong, man. <laughs> So would you say that's your main focus at the moment, strongman? Yeah, currently, yeah, strongman at the minute um, has been my main sort of uh, main drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because it's a bit more dynamic and the events are different, and um, also with the powerlifting, I missed I missed the head to head competition. You just go yeah. up and you're lifting on your own, whereas in strongman it could be side by side. Yeah, like a lot of its heats, isn't it? Yeah, so it's like two pieces of kit. You both could be deadlifting next yeah. to each other or log pressing next to each other or something like that yoke running against each other yeah. and, and I miss that head to head competition which and that helps with performance as well doesn't it of course it, it does something else yeah. Out there. yeah definitely yeah awesome and then so CrossFit is that kind of the CrossFit's essentially the way most Marines train isn't it because it's a good all yeah. round fitness build up yeah, um, yeah. works with CV fitness there's strength element in there um, mobility gymnastics exactly literally element and, and it's basically um, a push a circuit with a yeah. different name. Yeah, that is it, isn't it? it that is it. It's literally, you know, CrossFit's just a brand for it now, but it, it could be a Metcon, it could be a, a circuit, whatever you want to call it. But that's, you know, that mixture of fitness elements put into one place, cross training, you know, it is what we used to do in the Marines, isn't it? Yeah. You know, before CrossFit started being as big as it was, it was obviously getting big when we were in the Marines, but it's now. Huge. Everything, can it? Huge. Yeah. Everything. Um, but would you say that's almost like the new focus, competing in that? Maybe. Uh, maybe, yeah. Um, I don't know how far 
I You'd could want or would want to go within the strongman. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm, I enjoy being fit and moving quickly, mm-hmm. and that isn't really something you get from no. the strong. I don't want to be that. You know, hundred kilos up. plus. Yeah. That's not not me. So, how far going? Uh, go on with a strongman. I don't. I don't know. I can only progress so far before I physically will need to be a heavier, heavier weight class. Yeah. You know, to to go further with it. And I don't know if I really want to do that. So yeah, maybe um, looking more at the the CrossFit yeah. type uh, training would um, would sort of kill many birds if you like. Yeah. So you um you train now because you love it and you want to train. You know, not yeah. just because you feel like you have to keep a level of fitness, or you know, is it just because that's your hobby, or mm. what is it? Or is it? I do love it. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love it. It's a passion, and mm-hmm. always has been, and I think it always will be. I, I cannot imagine. I don't even know what I do with myself. Yeah. To be honest with you, I rarely have rest days, and when I do, I literally don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. But I'm just sat there. How do you feel that what, extra hour, two what, hours a day? Yeah. What do you do when you? Like, what do you even do? What do normal people do when they're <laughs> not at the gym? What do you do with yeah. yourselves? I don't, I don't know. But yeah, do I feel like I, I need to a little bit? Maybe I still, I still feel like um, I, I carry and want to carry the, you know, the yeah. rep of the, the Marines uh, and obviously the gym's history and the name yeah. stems from that. And you are kind of. Uh, a byproduct product of it, and, yeah, and I am definitely. so representative, even though I'm not, you know, yeah. actively serving them. Uh, and so yeah, I do. The I old do. once a marine, always a marine. Kind yeah, of, of course, mate. And I still want to like uphold uphold those yeah. values and, uh, and and show that. Yeah, so, I, I went through a stage of not really caring. Like I, I would only train because I wanted to train, and it was that kind of thing of like. Yeah, it was, it was almost like rebelling again, like, you know, growing the freedom beard from the Marines, like, you're free now, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do, and it was like, you could become a fat sieve if you wanted to be, and I was only really training one to get bigger, that's all I was doing, yeah. you know, I went from 88 kilos to 96 in, like, the six months I left the Marines, and luckily it weren't all fat, but my fitness went, wasn't even ever that great in the Marines, I was all sort of, like, mid, mid-troop, mid mm. but... I was always doing everything, you know, I'd be mid troop, mid to the back of the troop on the runs, um, when we're in the gym lifting the weight, I'll be in the middle of that as well, um, when we're yomping and going on the Navex and stuff, I'll be in the middle of that, you know, I was never excelling at fitness, um, and there was times for injury and stuff that I was maybe not where I should have been fitness wise, but it was always something that I enjoyed doing. But it was kind of one of those things that then I didn't have to do any fitness-based stuff. I just didn't, and I wanted to put size on. And then now, since then, it's just like, now I just want to be as fit as I can. Like, it's almost like, no, actually, I still want to represent that, and I still want to be that. So hold on a minute. I don't care. Like, I, for some reason, cared how I looked for a little while and wanted to get aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. And then that didn't last long before I went, why? I'm not going to change the way my face looks, so why bother? It's not going to grow any more hair. Um, and now I'm more about, like, you know, more about the, the performance again. And it yeah. it makes you enjoy training again more. Sure. 100%. That's it, mate. It's all about enjoyment. Just yeah. find whatever it is you enjoy. And, and 
it. So you said you don't take many rest days. I'm guilty of that as well. No. Um, but no. how does that, do you think, play into injury? You know, are you injured? Do you get a lot of injuries? Yeah. What? Talk to us. Massively. Talk to us about uh, that. And, and they, I've had a bad year. I've actually I've never really thought about it. I suppose I've taken that for granted. Um, but I've never really had too many injuries. Mm. Especially when you look at the year leading up to uh, World Champs. Uh, I would train twice a day every single day and I did that for a whole year. Uh, weekends, I'd maybe knock it down to once a day but like we're talking uh, you know 12, still be training yeah 12 sessions a week you know and I was injury free for that whole period and uh, this year I, I've struggled big time with injuries and I've mm. been since the my last comp was about 16 weeks ago and I've really struggled since yeah. um, and I had to pull out of one that I was booked yeah. in for um, well I think sometimes it's the your body adapts to what it's doing so if you're used to training all the time, some of the theories say that your body's going to adapt to that and it's not going to need as, as much recovery. So it's going to get injured less because it's used to that workload mm. and it just keeps working because it needs, it thinks it needs to keep working. Um, and then obviously where you took a little bit of a, when you left the Marines and you started opening the gym, a lot of your time, and I know from when, when you were setting up and building the gym, putting it together, you didn't get to train. No most like a lot of weeks you're training once a week if you were lucky yeah you know and i think that might have had a massive impact in it you know if your body's used to training all the time go a period where it's training intermittently then you go back to trying to train regularly yeah your body's going to go what's going on and as well as although we obviously train functionally in terms of crossfit where you are laying mats down lifting carrying things out of the um out of like wagons and into different places in different angles again, which maybe you hadn't done since you were doing more of the ammo storm and stuff or more of the, the shit details, it does come back and you're like, you're twinging things that you never twinged before. Yeah, um, possibly. Yeah, rest plays a big part. Um, and do and you I'm, think you should put yourself on some enforced rest days? Oh, this is me like yeah, pushing you into it. I, I know that I should, 100%, I know that I yeah. should, but... Um, I just I, I struggle mate I honestly struggle I, I preach it to members and I tell yeah. them how important it is to, to rest uh, and I know it myself but yeah. you know I just I really enjoy yeah. lifting I, I would put it down to the it's the mental health and, and the body health wise you know for me training is great for my mental health but yeah. training so often is bad for my physical health yeah. so it's sort of like and I just weigh those two up Like sometimes I get to a point where I'm like I essentially don't plan in rest days I just rest when I'm so fucked that I'm like, I need a rest day here. Like, yeah, that is literally when I will yeah. take one if I'm literally Which is probably, so tired where I'm to the point where I'm thinking in my own head I'm too tired to be doing complex lifting. Yeah. It, and I could see myself doing, yourself, doing yeah. proper damage then, yeah. But sometimes, mate, if I take a rest day, you know, it's a rest day is going swimming or yeah. on the bike or something you know I'm not actually resting but it's, it's not, not rest, yeah. it's not like lifting heavy stuff so I class it as yeah. a rest and I think that's it and if you train a specific way a lot of the time then so say you're a swimmer and you're in the pool all the time if you take a rest day and you go for a run that probably still feels like a rest day because it's like your training in your head is swimming your training in your head is lifting 
the three lifts, you know, or, or uh, Olympic lifts, whatever it is. Yeah. No, I, I'm the same as well. Like my rest days aren't really rest days usually, um, but I can't sit around too long because I get bored. Yeah, same. Um, so opening the gym then, you know, is that something that you've always planned to do or no. in the last couple of years? No. What's the... uh, so I'd been in the core couple of years and I one of the lads was leaving and he had not got a clue what he was going to do when he left he had no plan whatsoever and I was quite close with him uh, we were good friends and I could not believe it yeah honest I was shocked I just like, and, I, and it made me start thinking like uh, one day I, I wasn't looking to leave at all but I was just thinking like what what would I do if, if I did leave? If that was the case, like what you know, you can't do it forever, and you won't mm. do it forever. So what would I look at doing? So I looked. Uh, this is why I started my degree, and and my plan was to go into teaching. Yeah. Uh, and teach PE. That's what I wanted to do. Teach sport. Uh, so started uh, my degree with the Open Uni in sport, sport fitness and coaching. Um. And I. I think I was in my second year and I just thought because there was two options there because there's a um, forces to teachers scheme what was going on at right. the time and a lot of lads was like just just do that yeah. you know when you leave and I'm like but you you know what it's like with the military everything's turned on and off like a tap yeah you know by the time you come to leave that might not be there I, I don't know when it's going to be but by the time I get there yeah that might not be there and I was like if I've got a degree I've, you can go the traditional route as well. Yeah, 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 I can keep, you know, I can do whatever with it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I decided to volunteer in the school. I thought there's no point in coming to the end or whenever that would be. and Then not enjoying it. And like, leaving to go to teaching and then find out I hate it. So I volunteered in the school over summer leave. Uh, took an early summer leave and volunteered while I was obviously still teaching. Um and I did not like it, mate. And you did hate it. <laughs> yeah, I, I did hate it, yeah. Now, I don't, it wasn't like specific to this uh, school at all. There was just a few things that stood stood out for me. And the first one was walking in the office of the PE department yeah. on a Monday morning. Uh, and it was miserable, mate. Absolutely miserable. Everybody was head down, like miserable as just didn't as want to be there. Didn't say hello. No one looked at me. No one said hello. Nothing. And that was my first impression. And I was like, "This is weird." Monday morning at, in the core, it's dead central. It's yeah. like it's what it's mad. What has yeah. everyone been up to over the weekend? And it's just some of the stuff's crazy. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> what let's get up to. And there was nothing, mate. No banter. No even greet greeting and nothing at all and I, I hated that f- from the off like yeah. as soon as I got there um, the other was um, the, the amount of respect that, that is given to, to, teachers. to the teachers yeah. um, which isn't a lot and obviously we're in a very disciplined job role and environment mm-hmm. that was a big difference and a big change again I didn't like it um, and the last was the amount of workload that teachers are given Oh, it's ridiculous. Outside of their working hours. And that really made me think, if I'm going to 
eventually leave the call and do a job that's gonna essentially have me working more hours than what I'm doing yeah. in the core. I want to be doing it and getting something back from yeah. it. And how can I do that? My own business. And that's when I started looking at opening a gym. If I'm going to put all these hours into something, which I am doing. You want to be able to reap the benefits. But you should, you should, in theory, be able to reap the rewards. Yeah. yeah. Which hopefully one day you'll actually step back and reap some of those rewards mate, rather than just keep grafting. Mate, maybe stop working 24-7. <laughs> we shall see. Yeah. We shall see. Yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Working Title, a podcast hosted by PJ Harris. Remember, do something that makes you just a little bit better every single day.